Hi, I'm Don Brody, a comedian with a history degree and the host of the podcast Hilth, History I'd Like to Fuck. <laughs> In each episode, I am joined by a new guest who has assigned me a subject from history that they want to know more about. And ooh, do I deliver. I dig deep in the annals of history and serve up the most delectable nuggets I can find. Join us and find out for yourself that history is a party and everybody's coming. <laughs> Come on kids now gather round Grab along and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Yeah. Yayo. Happy Manuary. Manuary? Is it Manuary? Yep. We're halfway through. Well, Why didn't you tell me this on day I'm one? Always through Manuary. We could have been celebrating me this entire time. I love I love men. I love my men. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- I'm I'm how, a big how? man supporter. <laughs> you get down there and support them. <laughs> yep. Em. I'm like the the uh, jockstrap yeah. of women. I want to tell you about a deal that is going on and I'm honestly I got a deal for us and I'm a little bit annoyed um with our sponsor Adam and Eve because I feel like oh so I feel like they're giving that's that's the best way to 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 start an ad for a sponsor I feel like I'm a little bit annoyed with the sponsor I'm annoyed and I feel like because they're giving away too much and they're making it like too good of a deal for everyone and I'm like you guys don't need to you know be this good so i just want to tell you Bo, <laughs> for val yes okay, Meryl. Okay. so for valentine's day <laughs> you know with the code campfire on adamandeve.com you can get 50 percent off almost any item but then there's a valentine lovers kit that you get okay. that can come with some sensual extra fun play toys and then they're giving away six movies Movies. Yeah, I hope it comes in DVD, Blu-ray form. I'm not sure how you get those movies. I want it. I want it on VHS. You, could you imagine? <laughs> They're just like literally oh, getting rid of. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's a good yeah, deal. I mean, that's a good and deal. this is a perfect time. It's Manuary. You can celebrate your man yeah. and uh, order something from Adam and Eve. Yep, right. I'm going to get 17 anal beads and just every day, like an advent calendar, just put them in and L- take them uh, out. Like, uh, like. Uh, <laughs> Like a rosary, yep. you treat them like a rosary. Yeah. And then the exorcist will split pea soup. Oh yeah. I've been. No, this is too disgusting Jesus. and too much. I can't even say it. But I can't say you it. Say okay. It. The other you day, like, I was thinking when girls urinate, like, I want women to start saying like, "My vagina's throwing up." Dear God. That's yeah. I just want. Yeah. I want the movement to. Maybe you shouldn't. I know. I know. You're okay. Right. Yeah. So no, you 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 were right. Okay. So use code campfire on adamandeve.com for 50% off plus a free Valentine's Day pack plus VHS movies that they need to get rid of. Okay, what's new with you? What's new with yep, me? Yep, tell me everything. Oh, so much, honestly. Um, it feels like it, it's everything is fast, fast, fast. It's like <laughs> January... January hit the ground. It's like go time. What are you going with? Go time. Um, what am I going mm-hmm. with? Like, what am I doing? Well, 
One thing that I'm doing is I decided to start this creative collective. Mm, um, I think mm -hmm. I may have told you a little bit about you it. You did. I have thoughts on uh, this. I have thoughts on this. So what I did is uh, I have a lot of friends who are very creative but have day jobs or other jobs or whatever. And and I, I can see that they have um, the desire to do more than that, but they don't exactly know how to get there. Right. Right. And maybe this is myself included on a couple things. I got a couple projects I want to do. And so I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I, with intent, invited these this group of 12 people. Oh, it's just 12? don't know each other, really. It's just 12. 12 people who don't really know each other, but we get together on this day and we talk about all of our life and work project goals. And we throw it out to the group. We just say, hey, here it is. Uh, I want to achieve this thing. Who can help me or what can I do? And just be vulnerable, right? And so I'm calling it PAVE, and that stands for <laughs> passion. Okay, I won't even tell you. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing so hard because I'm laughing. Okay, no, no, no. I love it. I think it's a good idea. Why I'm laughing. What are you laughing okay, about? What are you laughing about? The truth about? of why I'm laughing. I think it's a wonderful idea. My giggle was because I love so much how you you are the best in my whole life of creating like ideas and logos and stickers and new things and clubs mm -hmm. like every single title and thing that you come up with is so good and clean and wonderful and so that was a laugh it was an appreciative laugh it wasn't a laughing at you but please like of course you ha of course did you make a logo for this bow that kind of thing yeah because i uh, want the yes, sticker yes uh, oh you I did, did? Um, i feel like you your yeah, fetish is like brand development for sure for sure so uh, the PAVE, P-A-V-E, stands for passion, accountability, vulnerability, and execution. And I know, and I even wrote this in my, uh, my letter that I sent out to the people I was choosing. I was like, I totally understand this sounds like a cult. Please be part of my cult. I would you know, definitely join your cult. What if I can't do the vulnerability part and I just want to like... Well, then you... So you're then you're, you're just petty. Or like, what if you're, like... You just pay, you just pay me. <laughs> like lying. I could be pale. Yeah. <laughs> and wait, say the first um, the first one is passion? Passion. Okay. Then accountability. Oh shit. Vulnerability and execution. Okay, now and I think yes. I think it's it, to me it's about getting people in a room who go like like for example, one of the people and I'm going to throw this out is like one of these people uh is a flight attendant. Oh, that's right? amazing. And and then they also on the side have a candle business, right? Uh-huh. And I think that they're like, wow, my candles are selling out, but I don't really know where or what or how and to go to the next level, right? I have a project, a hobby, I do this thing and people like it. And I'm like, okay, there are like 11 other people in the room, all of which are coming from different places. There's a musician, there's an artist, there's a photographer, there's a managerial or, a bit, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, and I'm like, oh, your candle company, what it needs is a, a really like strong brand. So maybe you could talk with this brand person and you guys can help each other. And then maybe somebody's uh, hope and desire in this room is like, I've always wanted to travel to Europe and I've never done it. That's my life goal. Well, you're a flight attendant. Maybe she can tell you the best way to do that or give you the hookups. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. And so I'm it's, in. Like, it's like helping each other out and saying like, I know a guy that knows a guy. I'm not the guy, but I know a guy. I love you know that. I mean? And there's honestly, so, I, I feel like that a lot of times up here in LA, I'm, I'm friends with like 
a couple different groups of four or five people. And a lot of the shows that we do will just be like bringer shows where you have to bring three people. And it's like we try our yeah. best to just be like, I need three people to come to the show tonight. Can you just be like a warm sure. body there? And then and sometimes it's like maybe 11 people can comment on her candles on Amazon. And all of a sudden, like she has 11 five star reviews. Takes, and yeah, yeah. I think also it just takes uh, saying what you want. And people going like, oh, I didn't know you were interested in that. I, I, I can help you with that. Or I know somebody could, who could help you out, you mm -hmm. know? I, I just think there's so much about just saying what you want, you know? And having to, like, sit down. I think it's probably nerve-wracking. I've heard a couple people who are coming going like, I'm a little nervous. And I think it's because what we have to do in a moment like this is actually say what we want, mm -hmm. you know? And that could be hard. That could be hard to be like, well, what I really want is to be you know, a ballet dancer. And it's like, well, that's a, that's a big journey. You know, like, how do we get you there? Like, what's, what's the honest to God oh truth my God. of what you want, put it out there. And then let's, let's talk about how we get it for you. you Will know? there be so, like a shooting down dreams? Like if I say I want to be an NBA player, can, can people tell me like, no? Um, well, I don't think I, I'm going to be saying no. I think that the first meeting is in two weeks. I don't think I'm going to be saying no at any point. I'm going to be saying like, okay, I put a time on it. I was like, things that you want to achieve in the next year. Mm -hmm. Okay. So to be an NBA player in a year, it's probably unrealistic for you, Meryl, at 39. Bless your heart. Yeah, we'll just 40, hold it there. 40. Yeah. 40. <laughs> um, so, so, and that's okay. But like, is there something else that you want that is more achievable, more realistic? So I love this I, idea. I just, I like the idea of building community and, um, putting people it was sort of like that party i had yeah. during the holidays where it's like you look around the room there's all these like people of different places and you're like look at all these amazing talents in one room and all they'd have to do is just talk a little bit about their desires and the people around them would be like oh i didn't know you're into that like that's really good to know i think that is and good so i have i have that's kind of where it came out i of. think it's a great idea and then will you guys check in throughout the month i know i know the meetings yeah, are once so. a month but the meetings are once a month, and so what I'm hoping is that people will kind of like pocket into these little things where it's like, oh, these two people are kind of checking up on each other, mm -hmm. or you know, I thought about like teaming up, like and, and like cycling through, and then every month that we get back together, we kind of like like come in and say like, this is what I've done for the month, this is how I've moved forward, because that's the other thing is like that's where the accountability comes in, right? The vulnerability is is hard, but you just say what you're looking to do and you, you, you tell people these are my dreams, but the accountability part is going to be what comes in every month. Yeah. Right. And then you, and then if anything else you decide like, Oh, actually I thought I was passionate about this. I thought I wanted to be a tattoo artist, but realizing now after six months of internshiping mm -hmm. or, or, you know, uh, apprenticeshiping, I hate it. I don't want to do it. Like, then you at least, like, cut that out and leave room for more, you know? You, you, you sort of, like, let's get rid of the shit we hold on to too long. Ooh, so it's almost like the execution could be either or. Execution can mean mm. doing it yeah. or killing it. That's Chopping right. Chopping its You're fucking head right. off of my dreams. Right now I'm in the guillotine of my dreams and my head is just rolling away. Really? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that <laughs> later on. Or well, episode, um, yeah. I know you can't make the first meeting, Meryl, mm -hmm. but I do want you to be part of it after that. So let's make that I would happen, love that. Okay? I often feel like we don't, sometimes like the people close to us were almost surprised by when people do well. Like, I, I think sometimes I get more support from like new people that I've just met from like 
and you know, and I do that to my friends too. I feel like a lot of people, um, I don't know how to put it, but like we often don't, we love our friends, but we don't see actively how we can like really support their dreams. Whereas sometimes I think I've had better luck with outside right. people. So I'm excited for that. Well, because when you're meeting new people, you're telling them what you want to be. And, and, and with old people, they're telling you what they know of you and what you are. Yeah. And although they may think like, oh, you could do anything. They don't really know what that means in a lot of ways. Right. Um, but new people, it's like, if you say, I want to be a stand-up comedian, you know, well, that's how you're presenting yourself. Yeah. You know, they, they may know somebody and they may be, be excited to meet you and go like, ooh, I know a guy who owns a comedy club. I mean, that's that's a little <laughs> obvious, but like, you know. Yeah. His name is Polly Shore, who I've heard. I, I, I don't, never mind. If you want the Polly Shore tea, you can just. <laughs> I had some friends that went to go see him and met him, and he's he's doing well with ladies. That's all I need to say. Well, of course he is. Really? He's yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, that's a guy who had like so much fame and 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 stuff through MTV. Yeah. So. Those people probably grew up and he's in movies or was in movies. And I think if you're funny, it's you get a click up already. But don't, don't you I think? mean, I just can't imagine like a 23 year old girl like clout uh, chasing Polly yeah. Shore. You never know, man. Maybe he's not getting 22 year old girls. Maybe he's getting 32 year old girls who are like, I saw Encino Man when I was, <laughs> you know. True. Five. <laughs> it's my mom's favorite movie. Okay. I wanted to bring something sexual to the table. Again, all Jesus. the time. I have a okay. So, I talk Jack. I have his consent that I can bring this up. Oh, we, we, <laughs> that's the first time. This is something sexual that I'm not involved with. Oh, okay. but okay. I wanted to ask you. This is I'm allowed to talk about this, everyone. So this is embarrassing, okay. but not for me. Okay, so Jack and I were talking. His his dogs sleep with him in the bed. And I don't. Okay. Oh, that's right. You don't sleep in the bed. No, haven't that's for right. years. That doesn't mean yeah. that's different from sex. I just, I, you know, I like sleeping alone and, yeah. and. Yeah. Mary Tyler Moore. No, wait, that was the first one with Bert and Ernie slept together. Er right. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I love the, oh. like my ideal would be one big room where we have the two different beds and we like hold hands to say goodnight. And then everyone's like fl flicks off their lamp or like I have a reading lamp. Like that is genuinely, and I have yeah. curlers in my hair. Like that is. That's what I dream of. And Polly Shore is there, like sleeping at the foot of my bed. <laughs> but okay, so so Jack and I were talking about um basically he was saying that he doesn't do it now, but before before I came into the picture, when he was single, he would the the dogs would be there when he would jerk off in bed. And Okay. And I was saying, like, I could never, ever, ever do anything sexual with my dog or, you know, with my dogs around. And I just like oh, okay. when if when I was single and masturbated or whatever, I would have to, like, get my dogs out of the room because even if they're sleeping <laughs> on the floor in their crate, like I can't I can't do anything with my sweet, innocent dogs. Really? Yeah. Like I just wouldn't. And so then Jack said, well, it's like late at night and it's not like the dogs are like on like licking his ear or anything. They're sleeping and it's dark and they're not touching him or anything. But I still right. think that that's disgusting. You think that's weird? Yeah, I think that's super weird. Well, and I don't know how I people can do a, anything sexual with a pet in the room. I would love to take a survey of of people and, and, and see if people do that or don't do that. You know, like, ooh, gross. Like, we should run a poll. Yes, we yes, yes, yes. On our Instagram. And everyone should be like, honest. Yeah. Well, yeah, always. They should, like, should always I can, I, that's just so weird to me that you're, like, jerking off with a dog right there. I don't know. Maybe it's also because like I'm I've always had like really large dogs and I don't know. There's just like it's just so weird. I don't want them to like know me sexually. 
Oh, okay. They don't understand what that is, though. They're animals. Yes, they do. Well, well I guess uh, unless like unless you're like you know I don't <laughs> I'm know watching what you're dog like porn. Snacks. I'm watching Caesar yeah, Milan. Yeah, yeah. And you're watching yeah. dog porn. It's a go. Yeah, the poodle. <laughs> <laughs> Like Scooby Doo is like my anime. You're wearing you're wearing a dog collar and, and, and licking water out ew, of a bowl. And you're like, ew, ew, ew. why do they look at me this way? I just yeah. feel like I could um, never do that to my pets. And and the fact that Jack did it oh, is very. I, I do it. You do. I do it okay. Sure. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For ew. sure. I mean, I have done it. It's not like I do it on purpose. It's the only I'm way. Not like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not like, come on, Arrow, come in, come in here. I'm, I'm about to jerk off. Let's do this. But it's like. If I'm gonna jerk off, uh, him being on the other side of the bed doesn't doesn't bother me. Again, I'm not r- petting my dog while I do it. It's like I need a little bit more concentration than that. You so know. So is he just sleeping at the foot of the bed, and he doesn't he like r- notice that you're rustling up and that no. you're doing stuff? No, but I I usually watch uh, mute porn, so that's <laughs> that's good. I, I like all this. I like the sound off. I just like to imagine they're from all different types of countries. Yeah. <laughs> it's like small world. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> it is just a video of it's a small world that like the the ride on loop. It is. Which, and, it's a small world. <laughs> and Arrow doesn't. He, he has he ever gotten up or tried to like be like oh we're going for a walk or anything like that. No, no, no. He's, it's not like that. Yeah, I think, I think you should try it and then see if it's that different. Like, just do it one time. Not with Jack's dog. Just do it one time. <laughs> I need to like go to a shelter or something. I'm, I'm not. I can't do it with Jack's dogs. They already judge me. I like me. the idea of you, you having to go to the shelter to try out <laughs> masturbating with a dog. I just, I could never, it never, ever. I don't know. It's just so weird. I think that's weird. And then I, I told Jack, I think that's like creepy. And he said mm. to raise the flag. Or raise it, raise it up as a question here. So I want to hear from uh-huh. more people. Do you masturbate in the bed with your pets? There. Well, I mean, I think people have sex while their pets. That's are in a the hell room. no. That's weird. That's a hell no. Okay. Okay. Only- I mean, I didn't. I, I told you that story one time. Yes, like, that it licked I, your balls I, or something. I was, yeah, I was. I was watching a friend's dog, and they were, you know, just. I was started to have sex with the girl, and the next thing you know, it's like. Uh, I'm getting my asshole licked by a dog, and I kept shooing it away, shooing it away. Like, get out of here. Like, it was licking my balls or whatever. And I was like, get out. Like, kind of like, but I'm still like, I'm, I'm having sex with her from behind. And then I'm shooing the dog away. And then finally, I was just like, I can't concentrate on shooing this dog away. I'm going to lose my erection. I'm just, I'm like, in this moment, I just want to have sex. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And so it's like, it was getting, like, bothered. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Oh just lick my God. balls. Now. Just lick my balls. <laughs> and then I, I just... I was like, hey, this is this isn't so bad. It's not you so bad. You had sex with the dog too. That's weird. I didn't have sex with the dog. The dog licked my. I balls. know, I know, but that's There's still a, a threesome. I was trying to get the dog away, and I didn't want to have stop having sex, and it was it was a good moment, and I was like, I'm just gonna deal with it, you know, I'm just gonna go on. Damn. So, it wasn't like the dog walked in with a jar of peanut butter and said, "Are we are we ready for this?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure that there are so many funny stories from people who have pets because, yeah, pets can act a certain way. Like, oh, something's happening. You know, mom and dad are playing kind of yes, thing. Yes, and they jump on. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing I can see Maybe. is, is um, like, a cat perched far away, I feel like, is, is to me sometimes a little <laughs> bit different than a dog because I feel like there's a – cats would just turn away and do their own thing. I still wouldn't do it with a cat in the room. It's just like that would be the worst because that you know that cat is just looking at you going – Ew. It's judging, you know, like, 
Or, or it almost feels like a, a hidden camera. Yes, th- that's what I think of. Because I even think like, of is that red light blinking over there? I had a hermit crab in my room, and I would like in college, and I would face it the other way. Oh my god! It couldn't look at me. I, it would. It would. It knew it would go into its shell. Like it knew. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I would. It had like this little tree, and I would like before a boy would come over, I would like place it in the tree trunk, and like it would just like it would stay like like Blair Witch Project. It would like be in the corner the whole time. Oh my! I can't God. even do it with like a newt or anything like that. I would not be able any any a sentient newt. creature. Wait, wait, wait! What's the last time you were hanging out with a newt? <laughs> it was March tenth, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> I couldn't do that. So okay, I'm gonna ask more people. If any of if anyone wants to message me, I want you to ask your I want I want you to ask your parents. Oh God! I think my parents, because I mean our our labs and our dogs really were kind of freeform uh-huh. around the house. Uh huh. I feel like they had sex with, or they have sex with, they don't have a dog now, but they had sex with dogs, but I feel like my dad would not masturbate with the black lab around. I, th- I want you to ask. Get back to us on that. God, okay? please, no. Parents, do not message wanna, me because they wanna, will wanna, message me with their answer. I want to know, like, does mommy and daddy, <laughs> uh, does mommy and daddy let the dogs <laughs> in a, the a room when mommy and daddy <laughs> are having, uh, you know, their fun Sunday Ew, afternoon time? Oh, it's you know? so gross. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really just losing it. Oh, so, And then my other thing that I want to share with you was just a funny, quick story was – um, okay. So, so I I didn't charge Jack's headphones one day, like or his headphones charge when he does his postal route. Like you know he listens to music the oh, whole day, yeah. and so he has these headphones that charge. And I oh, no. I know I know. And so sometimes when I need to do something like the toaster or something, I take his headphones out, which then results in like if I don't remember to put them back in correctly, then the whole day it's a whole day he can't listen to music. He's and, silent. Yeah. He's silent. So that happened one day, and so I didn't charge his headphones, or I, I took his headphones out, and I forgot to plug them back in. So the whole day, he did not have anything to listen to. And at one point, him and I were talking on the phone, and he had me, like he was talking to me on the phone, but he had me on speaker, and he had me in like his pocket, so his mail delivery shirt pocket. So like we were talking, uh-huh. but like I was I was coming out of his phone, and he was, and, and uh-huh. I didn't really realize that, or I just kind of didn't think anything of it. And this one woman. Uh, he was delivering the mail and I could hear him talking to this one woman and she was like, Oh my God, thank you so much for this. And then I, I was asking, but like, I didn't know that I was on speaker. I'm like, she said, I, I can't live without this. And then I was asking like, what can't she live oh, no. without? What can't she live without? And Jack was like, shut you know, shush, shush, shush. He was trying to shush me. And then he said, um, the key, the coupon insert. And then I didn't know that I was still on speakerphone. And I'm just like, the woman can't live without her coupon inserts. Like, what a weirdo. <laughs> and then he said that she heard me. Oh. <laughs> like, Could you imagine your mailman, like, with no. a voice coming from his shirt on, like, someone judging that she can't live for her coupon inserts? <laughs> oh. oh, no. I, know that was, I don't know why, but it made yeah. me laugh so hard. She'll probably live the rest of her life going, like, what's wrong with coupon inserts? Yeah, yeah. She was just like, I can't you know? live a day without these. And I was like, what can't she live a day without? And then Jack was like... The, the Aldi coupons and I'm like ew like, why can't someone like live that and then he, he said the that Aldi that even it makes was it like worse. the Aldi daily deals and he said that she, yeah. her face like really like got 12 sad. month old expired Betty Crock it's like <laughs> essentially where my dad should yes shop. it is like yeah, all expired food yes like no organic grapes and yeah so I thought that was funny yeah that's amazing oh, well should we do a camper uh, of the week question yeah, let's do it. Okay. Roll call! And now it's time for the Camper of the Week. This comes from a new person. 
a, uh, a guy named Charlie. I know it's a guy because I looked it. And he asked, he said, hi, I'm new here. I, you guys have gone through this before, but what do you, you you both exactly do for work? Or is this your full-time job, LOL? I don't know why that's an why LOL. It LOL. Yeah, thanks. What's that LOL about, Charlie? <laughs> what if it was our full-time job? <laughs> I um, wish. It isn't. No, though. I wish. It isn't. So your joke, your joke, your LOL is aimed in the right direction. But it could be if you go to um, adamandeve.com and enter the code campfire. That's how we <laughs> $7 by $7 make, make yeah. it work. Um. Which yeah. I guess is true because people that are new, which is, by the way, like, hi to everyone new, and that's so cool. But I, I, don't, I think we never discuss, like, what we do for jobs a lot. Oh, I thought I thought we did. I mean, I guess maybe I talk about the comedy show more. Um, my full-time job is I'm an artist, a designer, and so I do a couple things within that. Um, I am running a live art company that does corporate events, private parties, things like that, where I go and I might do a graffiti mural or paint on a surfboard or a live painting performance. Uh, I've also drawn caricatures. I did that for a long time. And uh, yeah, and I do logo and branding and uh, help small companies sort of like become the next level of themselves. Oh, wow, that's a pitch. Meryl, what do you do? I'm a member of PAVE. Pussies are very excited. <laughs> no, okay. I want you. I want you to have that group. I do. Babe, just excited. Yeah, yeah. Um. No. Okay. So I. I always tell people that I just work in the podcasting space because how I make money. Um, is I do a lot of different things in podcasting. My favorite job that I have is working for a company called Podfly. I've been with them since 2016, and they're a pod, a boutique podcast production company. Um, also, shout out to Podfly because they just won a bunch of – there's a big um, – the podcast awards, a big ones are called Signal Awards, and they just won for – Podfly does the AKC, the American Kennel Club, podcast oh yeah and so um they just won for that i got arrow really yeah oh i went through the akc that's so cool but yeah it was cool to see my podfly peeps win a bunch of awards but um for that i do a bunch of yeah like helping people launch their podcasts and a lot of writing booking project management everything besides editing i do for a bunch of podcasts and then there's a few other studios that i work for um but yeah that's that's kind of what I do. <laughs> wow, so professional. So professional. I'm um, trying to think about. It. I mean, I do make money from other jobs, but yeah. And what? Oh, yeah. I was gonna say we both hustle. Yeah, we both. Yeah, I have like a lot of other things. One of my favorite. I don't. I don't like mention the pod fly stuff a lot, honestly, because anytime I found that I post about it, all I get are then people like wanting to know how to. They could be editors there or like. Yeah, yeah. So hey, can you get me a job? Yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, like. I feel like I've been with Podfly for so long, which shout out to them is I feel like I um, have job ADD in the way that like I think staying too long at one job that I had once made me realize that I don't have to stay, you know, if I don't like it. Right. But Podfly is right. like such a wonderful organization that I have been there like happily for years and very loyal and I just love them so much. And they have that kind of energy where like I can work. I've had clients leave them, but still ask if I can be part of it. And like oh, a lot awesome. of lesser places would be like, no, you know, you can't. But Podfly is like, yeah, work with right. anyone. Like we don't even need to know. We trust you. And so that has kept me there for many years. That's awesome. Yeah, I love. They're like the best That's place awesome. to work. There's no meetings. 
like there's no unnecessary meetings and everything is very well organized so it is the it's what i need it fits my brain that's well thanks charlie thanks charlie what do you do lol (laughs) um (laughs) oh love to hear it love to hear it okay maybe we we will skip a second one i have a lot of camper of the week questions but let's do you want to do a bug bite before we head out of here Yuck! Bug bites. That sounds like really fired up energy. A bug bite. I wasn't prepared, and so I'm like, okay, what we'll do take I a minute. We can, cut, we can cut this. Let me look at my sheet too. I gotta take a deep, deep shit. Okay, well we'll be done soon. Ew. Uh, what? I just people p- shit. Picture you having like a big log coming out. Oh, it's. You know what? Something that I, someone said to me, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it, is this. Every day, somebody shits the biggest shit in the world. Oh, I love that. I think that's beautiful. And I'm like, yeah. And they don't even know it. They don't even know it. Every day, you are someone in the world is the winner of the biggest shit of that day. Do you think it was ever you? I never think it was me. I feel like it might have been me once. <laughs> Did you have like a burrito? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it's like, it's kind of crazy. If you think about that, you could have been a winner and not even known it. Um, okay. Wait, while you're thinking, I just have to tell you a really funny line. This has nothing to do with anything, but I wrote this down because I want to tell you. Is that um, I, I, I hang out with our friend Ian Abramson. Don't, if you, you know, this is the first time we've ever mentioned him on the podcast. If you're a new listener, Charlie, you don't need to go and listen to anything I've ever talked about, Ian. We're just starting from here. Is that our our friend Ian Abramson is a wonderful, brilliant comedian. He's uh, kind of like my little, what's it called when like you have that, um, the wax on, wax off guy, like the mentor. Who's your? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're Mr. Miyagi. Well, I'm the baby. Who's that? Who's who's the? Oh, Daniel son. Okay, I'm that. And he's my Mr. Miyagi. He's not a baby. No, I'm off. a baby. Okay, you're a baby. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm the baby, and he's the mentor. He's like the amazing. Teacher. Have you seen Karate Kid? Well, I was supposed okay. to remember. It I pretended matter. to. So, yeah. He, he's your sensei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely is, and so we talk a lot. And he's my friend too. But but he's amazing. He's like the best comedy just brain and person ever. And so so much so that you'll appreciate this is that. Um, like I'm working on stuff about like how I hate hummus and I feel like I came to him with all these premises and different ideas and within like a second he was like I was telling him that I love chickpeas but I hate hummus and he was like so basically you love eating chickpeas and then mashing them together with your mouth and so basically like you're making hummus and I'm like oh damn it I'm like (laughs) I'm actually like mad how like funny within I had all like 17 different angles of like hummus and then yeah. he comes in with like that i make hummus i'm like oh that's so much funnier you're the hummus factory yeah yeah yeah. yeah. but anyway the quick yeah. thing that he said was that we were talking about uh he was like presenting a kind of workshop thing and he was talking about the different types of comedy and when he talked about improv there was like the downside to improv was that he wrote um it's it often look or it often feels better than it looks <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why, but that's like so funny to me because it is true. Like when you're a performing improv troupe, you're, yeah. it's like the time of yeah. your life. But to people, it's like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, can we? And he didn't mean it mean, not? but I like couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. He, like he just meant it truthfully. That's but that's awesome. such a funny perception of it. Like, <laughs> I, like I can't stop thinking that improv feels better than it looks. I don't know why. That's like so funny to me. I realize talking and listening to you right now that I'm 
I'm not always as honest as I should be with you. Oh, God. And I'm going to be honest with you right now, okay? What? I don't want to do a bug bite. That's fine. So, guys, it's been awesome. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. <laughs>